Thank you for tuning in to the World Overcomers podcast. On behalf of our senior pastor, Andy Thompson, we appreciate your continued support and generosity. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast to receive updates when we post new content every week. If you would like more information or want to make a contribution to World Overcomers or Pastor Andy, visit www.worldovercomers.church slash podcast. Once again, that is www.worldovercomers.church slash podcast. Enjoy the message. Hey, what's up, God's people? It is Pastor Tony. Come on in the room. I know it's been a month. It's been a couple of weeks since we've been together. But we're back again for the next four weeks. And I want you to get your Bibles. I want, to get, I want you to get your pens and your pads or whatever means that you write down notes because we're going to talk about the value that you have to the kingdom of God. Do you realize that you're valuable? You are a son. You are a daughter. You are precious to God. The Word of God says that you are the apple of his eye. And so for the next couple of weeks, we're going to talk about, we're going to get into some scripture, and we're going to talk about some things that are really going to uh, open up how you view yourself. God sees you as a magnificent creation of his that has been washed by the blood of the Lamb. But it's not until we see ourselves that way that we can take full benefit of being one of God's children. So I want you to do me a favor first. I want you to hit like. I want you to hit share. I want you to invite somebody and let somebody know that Pastor Tony is going to be teaching a relevant word, not only tonight, but over the next couple of weeks, and they need to tune on in. Y'all ready? Let's get into this word, okay? I want you to turn with me to Ephesians, the book of Ephesians. We're going to start at the first chapter, and then we're going to go to Ephesians, the second chapter. There's two relevant things that I want to read to you. Uh, that we're going to extract out for the next couple of weeks. And so we're going to start at Ephesians 1, 3 through 6. It says this. It says, Blessed be the God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who have blessed us, remember that, with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ, according as he has chosen us, remember that, he has chosen us before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love. Five says, having predestinated us to the adoption, remember that, the adoption of children by Jesus Christ to himself, according to the good pleasure of his will, to the praise of the glory of his grace, wherein he has made us, listen to me very closely, he has made us accepted in the beloved. I'm going to use some discipline. I'm not going to preach right now, but I'm going to go to this second scripture, Ephesians, the second chapter, four through six. And four says, but God who is rich in mercy for his great love, wherewith he have loved us. Five says, even when we were dead in our sins, he has quickened us together with Jesus Christ. And 6 says, and have raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places with Jesus Christ. Man, that is some good, some good scripture that we should just chew on. Now, Paul is, is writing to the church of Ephesus, and he's, he first, before he teaches them, he's building them up, said, do you realize who you are? Do you realize that we haven't accepted Jesus Christ and his completed work, that we have been raised up with Jesus Christ? We're accepted in the blood. All this good stuff, guys. And so I want to talk over the, the next couple of weeks 
That because we are his children, because we are uh, the, the, the younger brothers and the sisters of Jesus Christ, because we are accepted in the beloved, I'm going to talk about over the next couple of weeks from the, to- uh, next couple of weeks from the topic of all access. I want somebody to type that in the chat. All access. Because of who you are, because of who you belong to, because you are a son, you are a daughter of the Most High God, you have access. Not just limited access, but you have all access. And so our, our, our focus today is all access, a seat at the table. You, my brother, you, my sister, have a seat at the table. Y'all remember when you were young and when I was growing up and the family used to get together at Thanksgiving and Christmas or whatever, there was always the table for the grown folk. And then they would put out the little card table for the kids. You know what I mean? The card table, y'all get the same food. You might get paper plates and you might get paper cups, but it's where all you and your little cousins sat at. And I, and I used to say, man, I can't wait until I can sit at the big people's table. It seemed like the, seemed like the food looked better over there. It seemed like the, cake, the slices of cake were bigger over there. And, and lo and behold, I, I, I matriculated through life and I grew up and, 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 and got married and got, had kids and all of a sudden... I got me a seat at the grown folks table. And what God is saying, you are a son. You are a daughter. You're not just some little pauper. You're not just some lowly peasant. You're not just some sinner saved by grace. And you, you got to be, well, thank you for the opportunity. No, you are a son. You have been seated with Jesus Christ in heavenly places. And I want you to realize that. And because of that, you can hold your head up high. Because of that, there are certain entitlements and certain benefits that we as children of God are entitled to. You have to know that you have all access, but the trick of the enemy is to make you to believe that you're not worthy of that access. That that's for sister such and such. That's for brother so and so. I've done too much. I've had too many babies out of wedlock and I've smoked too many drugs and I've been in too many beds uh, all over. And, and, and God could, I, I'm, I'm glad and I'm satisfied just to be saved. But know my brother and my sister. When God sees you, he doesn't see you for what you've done. He sees you through the prism of the blood of Jesus. He sees you as a son and as a daughter. So I've got a couple of points I just want to flesh out for you. The first thing, when we go back to Ephesians, the first chapter, 3 through 6, the first point we want to extract out is God chose us. He chose you. You didn't have have a choice in the matter. God chose us, meaning that you are special. Somebody type, I'm special. You are unique, and you are valuable. He chose you. Out of all the people in the world, out of all the people with all the various backgrounds and all people with the great pedigree and the great names and the great connection, God chose you. He chose us in him. Second point is, not only did he choose us, but he adopted us. What God says to the adoption of children. Now, let me explain to you. A lot of times people try to uh, uh, besmirge or look down upon people that are, are, are uh, foster children or not, not the children born of mom and dad. But I want you to understand that according to what Paul said, this, he said, he said, he have chosen us in him before the foundation of the world and having predestinated us unto the adoption of children by Jesus Christ himself. Let me explain to you what adoption is. It's not just... Uh, having some kids from, from the orphanage come and stay with you for a little while. Adoption is a legal process. Somebody type legal. Adoption is a legal 
process whereby you have to prove your, your, uh, uh, that you're fit, that you're stable, that you're loving. They do background checks. They do all these things. And when a child is adopted, they usually take on the name of the family which adopted them, which means that you have legal right that upon mom and dad's passing, you have the same legal right to the children that may have been born of the mother and the father. What are you saying, Pastor Tony? What I'm saying is that when, you, when, the, when, when Paul was saying that we've been adopted into the family of God, which means we have legal right to every benefit every blessing, every promise in the book, we have legal right to everything that God has for us. Whatever the Father has, we have legal right to it. We are heirs and joint heirs to the kingdom of God. So I want you to say, well, you know, I'm not worthy and I was born and seeing the shape with a nickel. Yeah, 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 I understand all that. But when you accept the completed work of Jesus Christ, my brother and my sister, you become adopted, which means it doesn't matter what your past was. It doesn't matter where you came from. It doesn't matter your mistakes. It doesn't matter your shortcomings. What matters is who's your daddy? (laughs) who is your daddy and legally God the father Jehovah is your father and if he be our father that means that we are his children and if we are his legal children every promise every benefit every blessing that is in the Bible belongs to us we have all access we have all access to everything that the kingdom of God has for us point number three Not only did he choose us, not only did he adopt us, and we just finished talking about that, but he accepted us. Oh, man. I don't know if you all know any families that may have been foster families or blended families with stepchildren or whatever it is. It's one thing to tolerate having a child around, but it's another thing to be accepted. It, I've seen beautiful blended families where, uh, where children, mother may have had children by another person, and then a father comes in and he has a child, and they blend it together, and, and to see the stepdad and the stepmom and the stepchildren love each other and respect each other and, and cover each other and, 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 and see to the needs of each other as if they were their own flesh and blood. That's a healthy family to which everybody has accepted the person into the family. And I want you to know, because you can be adopted and not be accepted. But God is saying, not only did I choose you, not only did I legally adopt you, but I'm not going to treat you as other. Come on over here to the table. You don't have to sit over there. You don't, have to, you don't have to hang your head down in shame. You don't have to act like you're bothering me. It's one thing that when you are a child, you have access to the Father. I have three children of my own, and let me tell you, they do not mind saying, Daddy, can I have something? I'm going to the football game. Can I, can I have $20? Or I got this, or I need some shoes. Or They don't have to ask me, uh, Father, can I go in the refrigerator? No, no, no. They go and open that, they go boldly to their refrigerator and they open up and say, Daddy, when are you going to get something else? Because they realize their posture and their position in relation to 
me being their father. They know as long as they've been on this earth, they've never went a day without eating. They never went a day without clothing. They never went a day without safety. And so they realize they have a know, so they have a confidence in who they are and who they belong to that they were chosen. They weren't adopted. They were, they were born of me. But they know that they're accepted. And what I want you to know, a people of God, is that not only did God choose you, not only did he graft you in and adopt you legally, but God accepts you. I want somebody to type that in the chat. I'm accepted. With all my flaws, with all that's wrong with me, with all my crazy proclivities, I am accepted. And the word of God says, not only are you accepted, but I'm accepted. In the beloved, meaning that there is a special category. I mean, you know, my, my, my children and my wife, you know, they, they have a special category. I love everybody. But there is, there, is a, there is a small little enclave of people that are in the circle of the beloved. My siblings, my father, people like that. And God said, not only do I accept you, but I accept you in this special category of people. You're in the beloved. So we're talking about all access. And for that reason, we have a seat at the table. We can come boldly, not arrogantly. But when you know who you are, when you know who you belong to, and when you know your place in the kingdom and in the hierarchy of the family of God, there's a certain level of confidence that you walk with. There's a certain level of confidence that you pray with. There is a certain level of confidence when you read your word and say, yeah, that's for me because I'm a child. That's not for such and such. No, that's for me because I am accepted in the beloved. And when you rehearse those things, you start looking at the world not for its problems, but you know what? This is a, this is a perfect place for God to, to provide solutions through me because I'm an extension of my father. Now, a lot of people begrudge people when, uh, they, when they own a business or something like that and they let their niece or their nephew or their son or their daughter uh, get in business and, and leapfrog over other people. They call it nepotism. And I know a lot of people frown upon that. But the fact of the matter is that the boss, the creator of the business, paid a price in order to give his children an advantage. Man, that'll preach all by itself. And I want you to know that we are God's favorite. I want you to type that in the chat. I am God's favorite. And as a, as, a, as a result of being God's favorite, because I'm his child, there's a certain level of nepotism that happens in the kingdom of God. And when we are his children, when we are accepted in the beloved, we get all access. And then we get into beyond the acceptance of God, into the favor of God. And so that's one of the things we have all access to, the favor of God, meaning that the father looks good when we look good. The father is deemed successful when his children is successful. I want to give my, all, three, all three of my children every advantage in the world. Any connection that daddy has that, that can help you to get an internship and this is because you are a reflection of me. So when people see you out in the street, they see their mother and their father. And so as a result, I have a vested interest in my children living, looking, and functioning well. And if we understand that as natural parents, we have to understand that the Heavenly Father has a vested interest. Listen to me very closely. The, the, our Father in heaven has a vested interest in us living and doing well. John, uh, uh, Jesus said in John 10 and 10, the enemy comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But I have come that you might have life and that 
you might have it more abundantly. Meaning that Jesus didn't come just to give you a ticket into heaven. Oh, we, we realize that's a, that's a benefit of it. But he says, while you're here on earth, people should see the splendor of the Father when they see you. They should see joy overflowing. They should see, they should see happy relationships not being broke, busted, and disgusted. When we have all access, oh man, this is good to me. I hope this is good to y'all. Somebody type all access. I got it. I've got it. All access. All access means this, that you have been identified, you have been vetted, thoroughly investigated, and you've been approved. I have some pretty important people that I, that I consider friends. I'm not going to name drop. It's none of your business. But whenever I come around, they roll out the carpet to almost to the point where I'm embarrassed. Like, man, I don't need that. Say, when you're in town, you better call me and blah, blah, blah. Because of my access to them. But because when I show up, I say, hey, Pastor Tony, come up and do this. No, come sit up here. Do you need this? Do you need that? Because these people around these people, they realize that I've been properly vetted. I've been properly investigated. And I've been properly approved. What I mean by that? I, what I mean by that is God considered everything about you when he called you. <laughs> he considered your messed up past. He knew what you would do and yet and still he chose you. He adopted you. And he accepted you. And so... You don't have to hang your head down about this access. You don't have to be embarrassed like, I don't deserve this. Yes, you do deserve this. Because when, if you had the intelligence enough to accept Jesus as your Lord and your personal Savior, you have earned the right to be accepted. You have earned the right for an all-access pass. Yes. Thank you, God. And yes, you have earned a seat at the table. There's a seat for you. It's at the table, and God wants you to fulfill it. It's not because of who you know. It's, it's not because of who you are. It's because of who you know. I'm going to say that again. It's not because of who you are. Our righteousness is nothing but filthy rags, y'all. We could never attain the favor and the mercy and the grace of God. It's not because of who we are. It's because of who we know. My kids can get certain things in certain places because of who the, who the daddy is. I've got goodwill and friendships around the country. So when they say, oh, you Pastor, you Pastor Tony or Tony's son or daughter, yeah, come on here. I'm going to take care of you. There are some places that you can go that your money is no good because of your relationships. And oh, that we learn the power of relationship. Again, you're not just some peasant God let in. You're related to the one who said, let there be and there was. You're related to Jehovah God. And it's not who you are. And I know you're mighty fine. I know you're mighty intelligent. I know you are the best thing since sliced bread, but that's not good enough to get you what heaven has for you. It's because of who you know. And the more we know him, 
the more access we get. And the more we read our word, the, the, the further we can go into the deeper things of God, the more that we seek his face and not his hand. Guess what, y'all? His hand opens up for us because we have all access. This is the last thing I want to share with you, and it comes from Hebrews, the fourth chapter. 14th verse, it says, seeing that we have a great high priest, that's Jesus Christ, that has passed into the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast to our profession. 15 says, for we have not a high priest which cannot be touched by the feeling of our infirmities, but what was in, at all points tempted as we are yet he was without sin. So as a result of that, 16 says this, Let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace in the time of need. If I've done my job tonight, I've convinced you that you're a son, that you're a daughter, that God chose you, that God adopted you, and that you're accepted, and that he, he lifted you up, and he sat you in heavenly places with Jesus Christ. If I've done my job tonight, that's what you should understand. You should also stand to understand that you have a seat at the table. And as a son and as a daughter, according to Hebrews 4, 14 through 16, because he's our high priest, because he is touched by the feeling of our infirmity. That, that is the blessing of Jesus being born as a baby, grew up as a young lad, went through life, had pains, had, you know, had uh, situations with people and got frustrated and cried. When, when the word of God said that Jesus wept and he felt agony and pain, the reason that they call Jesus a kinsman redeemer is that he went through everything that we went through. Yet the word of God says he was without sin. And I'm saying that to say this. Jesus is our advocate when we fall short. And so when we come to God, according to Hebrews 4 and 16, let us therefore come boldly. Not with any timidity like, oh, God, oh, would you? No, 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 no. Hey, Father God, in the name of Jesus, I have need of this. So I'm coming not out of disrespect, but I'm coming boldly according to your word because I am accepted in the beloved. I am a son and I am a daughter and I can come boldly to the throne and obtain mercy and grace in the time of need. And if there's ever a time that we needed his mercy and his grace, y'all, just look at the news. Look at the newspaper. We need his mercy and his grace. And the word of God says, because you are a son, because you are a daughter, because you are adopted, because you are accepted, you can come boldly, full, 
throttle, full throated, and, and with, with, with a full step, and you can come boldly and stand firmly and say, hey, God, I'm your child. You're my father, and I have need of this in order for me to be the best representation I can in the kingdom of God. I'm going to need you to fix this situation, to heal my body, to save my children, to save my marriage. God, I need these benefits of being your, a child of yours so that I can represent you well. I need grace. I need mercy. And I know that you are the source of it, God. And so I come boldly, not disrespectfully, but I come with a confidence that I'm your child, you're my father, and you take good pleasure in blessing and answering the request of your children. All access. I want you to stay with me the next couple of weeks. I want you to type in all access. I've got all access. And I want you over, to, over this week until we meet next Wednesday. I want you to think about, God, what are the areas that I have not tapped into that I have access to? There's nothing worse than realizing you had some benefits that you did not take advantage of. And it inspired. I'm like, oh my goodness, I, I'm sick to the core. You mean to tell me I could have had $100 off? I could have had 50% off of the, with this coupon or using this coupon code or saying I was a member of this? And it hits you, you know, it hits you to the core because you realize you didn't take advantage of your access. And I don't want you to live this life day after day, week after week, month after month, and year after year and not take advantage of your advantage. I want somebody to type that in the chat. I'm going to take advantage of my advantage. I have all access. I'm not going to go down. I'm not going to go around with arrogance, but I am going to walk around with confidence in knowing that I have an advantage. God favors me. I'm accepted in the beloved. And I have a seat at the table because I have all. Access. Come on, let's pray. God, we thank you for tonight. Thank you, Lord, for reminding us, Lord, grabbing us by the lapels and say, look, settle yourself. You're a child of God. Thank you, Lord, for choosing us. Thank you, Lord, for adopting us. Thank you, Lord, for accepting us. Thank you, Lord, for raising us up and seating us at the table with our elder brother Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for, for just being crazy in us. Thank you, Lord, for loving us so much that you sent your only begotten son for us. Lord, we realize our value now. We realize that we're important. We realize that we're the apple of your eye. And we realize, God, that we have an advantage by being one of your children. Now, God, we ask you, Lord, to let the powerful working of your Holy Spirit, Lord, reveal to us the areas that we have not taken full advantage of our access. Lord, you're a healer. You're a provider. You're a sustainer. You're a defender. You're all those things at one time, God. But Lord, allow us, shake us up and stir us up to take advantage of our advantage. Lord, we realize, Lord, that as we take advantage of our advantage of being accepted and having all access, that God, you're going to open windows. You're going to open doors. You're going to blow our minds with the things that you have in store for us. Thank you, Lord, for reminding your children who they are and who they belong to. And, Lord, as we know you further, God, 
Lord, reveal yourself unto us further. And Lord, as we know you further, thank you, Lord, for opening doors, opening windows, and giving us favor with people of influence, all because of who we know and who we are to you. God, we love you. We bless you. And we trust you in this season of our life, God. Thank you, Lord, for the all-access pass. And thank you for the seat at the table. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen and amen. We pray that you were blessed by this word. I pray it stirred you up. I want you to share it with somebody. I want you to watch it over and over again until it, it becomes a thing that is part of your lexicon of language that I am accepted. We want to see you here this weekend at Word Overcomers Christian Church. I guarantee you there is going to be something sung, something said, or somebody's countenance, somebody's hug, somebody's smile that is going to elevate you in your spirit and provoke you to live your best life. We love you. We bless you. And we encourage you to sow into the good soil of World Overcomers Christian Church. God bless you. We love you. And we'll see you this Sunday and next Wednesday for more All Access. God bless you. We love you. Peace. Hopefully you were blessed and encouraged by this message. Visit www.worldovercomers.church slash podcast for more information on WOCC and events that are coming up. Maybe we are coming to your area soon. God bless.